Welcome back to another episode of In the Trenches with the Equalizing Justice Team. I am joined today with attorneys Christine Hernandez and Grady Edmondson, and today's topic is premarital family formation and its effect on parental rights. Christine, Grady, what does this mean for our listeners? I think where we are today is that um, parents are forming families and having children together, or people are forming families and having children together, and from a legal standpoint, you want to know that your children are legally protected with a two-parent home. And just because you have children together doesn't mean that you have the um, legal protections that you need. And we're seeing that come up more and more in court. Isn't that right, Grady? I agree. And the reason it's coming up more and more in court is that the legal system is far behind the medical uh, reproductive advances that we've made in society in which that, you know, the normal way of uh, developing or having a child is no longer the only way to have a child. And that is that you can have artificial insemination by the use of a egg from a, nut thir- from a third party or the sperm of a third party to uh, form this child and have this child in this family relationship. And when that child is born, that child may or may not possess the DNA of the Parents other, other or the other party or either party, for that matter, and uh, and that creates some serious issues uh, concerning uh, your parental rights because the laws in the state of Alabama were written many many years ago before these advances in reproduction have occurred. Um, and one of the things that we're seeing is um, when when two people get together and they start talking about having a family and they're planning for children, and then they start having these children, and then they're raising these children. No one's contemplating the end of the relationship. No one says, hey, I'm going to be in this relationship for five years, and in five years we're going to get divorced, and then we're going to all be happy, and we're going to do all of these different things equally. It doesn't happen that way. When, when relationships end that haven't afforded the legal protections for the child, for both parents involved in their lives, it tears the family apart and we have children who are in a situation where they have one legal parent and one presumptive parent or maybe not even a presumptive parent but you have a parent that has always been a parent to that child and the child believes that's their parent but the courts are saying no you're not and that's what we're seeing in court today and it's and I, and I agree and it's been compounded by the fact that Alabama uh, in 2018, effective in 2018, did away with the common law right to uh, claim that you were married. Now, of course, that only applies uh, for any relationship that's entered into after 2018. If you can uh, claim that you were common law married prior to 2017, then the court can still find common law married. And if it's able to find common law married, that you were common law married prior to the birth of this child, then there'll be a presumption that you're the parent at that point in time. But um, what we're seeing right now in court is the fact that uh, these relationships and these family uh, units have been formed after the 2018 common law, but before the individuals actually went out and got legally married. And that's where the uh, problem occurs uh, right now with the laws in the state of Alabama. And, and one of the other things that we're also seeing, too, is, um, as we know, marriage equality came uh, not too 
too, talk, too far in, in the distant past. It's fairly recent. And so we have these families that were raising children, and maybe now the children are five, six, seven years old. And so when they were born, their parents couldn't legally marry and couldn't be common law married because of the... Um, the way it was written. Right, the way the statute was written. And so now these families, if they haven't survived, you know, if they're not able to survive in the current uh, economy or in the current situation... And they're breaking, and the parents are breaking up. They may or may not have been married after marriage equality uh, was finalized. And so, let's just say we have a, a child that was born, and then two years after the child was born, the parents get married, legally married in the state of Alabama. Well, that child is not a product of the marriage, although it is a product of the relationship. And that's where the court is making the differentiation. Is the child born of the marriage or during the time of the marriage? That's what the courts are looking at. And we have some, some arguments that are, are making their ways through the courts, but what we're seeing is that there are some judges that aren't ready to make that jump and say, yes, we're going to recognize same-gender families the same way that we may recognize a, a heterosexual couple, whereas the child takes the father's or the, the husband, the new husband's last name, um, is held out to be his own, uh, calls him dad, and they build this parent-child relationship. And the courts, there's, a, there's a, a way that the courts can look at that, and they look at all these different factors, that, we, that some of which I've just touched on, and the court says, okay, well, You've, you've done what you need to do to establish the parent-child relationship and there's not been anyone else that stepped in and said that the child is mine and provided a DNA test. So therefore, simply saying you're the father, you're granted that and adjudicated that right in a court. But it doesn't necessarily happen the same way for same-gender couples. Even though they may have a child together through artificial reproduction or... or um, in another manner and then they have uh, they're together and they raise the child together and they give the child the last name of the other other parent and they're living together and then they get married and continue to hold the child to be out to be their own the courts aren't necessarily granting the same consideration to this family as the first that I described and so the child is in the middle of a divorce situation where one the, where the biological parent per se is saying no 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 you're not the parent and taking that child away from them and that and that is a common situation that's growing more and more uh, common in litigation in that for instance you have two women who have used a third party sperm donor and used one of the eggs of the women and they have they give birth to that child the other uh, woman does not have any DNA in that child and because of laws up until recently they weren't able to marry and this birth of this child occurs prior to the marriage and we're seeing that it's very difficult for the courts in the state of Alabama to make that leap and give that other woman uh, her uh, parental rights and uh, and that's where I think we're seeing a lot of the current cases that are falling into that category. Point in time. 
And I agree with you. Um, one of the things that I would say, I would recommend people do is, is, is think about what you're doing. When you're having a family and you're not, you decide that you don't want to be married to the person you're having a family with um, at the time that you're having the family. Or maybe you had the child and now you've gotten married, now what do you do? Well, while you're in this fantastic relationship and everybody's happy and there's no discord, Think about doing a step-parent adoption. You're legally married. The other parent can legally adopt the child and create a permanent parent-child relationship. That in the event there's a divorce or, or a death um, or one parent is sent to, you know, is, is on military duty overseas, there is a legal parent with the child. That's one way to do it. Another way um, is legitimation. And there's a process for that, but you need to sit down and talk to your lawyers and uh, go through that process. Um, Third most difficult way would be actually during the time of divorce, raising the issue about uh, parental estoppel under the uh, Uniform Parentage Act. Uh, that is a very difficult time to have to raise that issue because uh, none of the parties are in agreement at that point in time. You're in litigation and the party that actually uh, has the, the child's DNA is not in uh, a very good mood to cooperate with the other parent and usually uses that as, their advantage. A, as a hammer to uh, hurt the other party. That is really the least productive way of trying to establish parentage is in the throes of a divorce. Absolutely. And so what we would recommend is if you are in a situation where you've had a child outside of wedlock with your partner and you want to make sure that your child is protected and you're protected, then, then contact a lawyer, sit down, find out what your legal rights are, what, what the child's legal rights are, and start from there. It starts with a conversation, but more importantly, it starts with pre-planning. It starts with understanding the nuances of the law combined with where we are in society and family formations. I agree with you there. It never hurts to pre-plan this out because there are some serious issues that will occur if you break up and one party may be very unhappy as well as the child will be very unhappy that he, loses a, he or she loses a parent due to a legal technicality. Absolutely. And we don't want, we're not in the business of tearing people apart. We, we want to try to help you um, create strong bonds with your children. We're, we're trying to help you create that family that you've dreamed of. But also understand that you need to plan ahead of time to make sure that family is secure and taken care of and protected. I agree. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of In the Trenches with the Equalizing Justice Team. Stay tuned because we will be posting bi-weekly. If there is a topic you would like us to discuss on an upcoming podcast, please send us a message through our Facebook page. A link can be found on our website, equalizingjustice.com. No representation is made that legal services performed are greater than the quality of legal services of others. 